Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today I'm chatting all about the power of knowing yourself. The Peaceful Power Podcast is here to help you live a movement-based lifestyle, utilizing fitness, yoga, and Ayurvedic techniques. Each week, I'll bring you a motivational guest or a solo show geared to help you take action to live that peaceful, powerful life. All right. So this is a topic I'm super excited to dive into today because I think this is something that I've been on a journey, um, especially this past year, but I, I've really been on this journey probably since um, my junior year of college. So the evolution of ourselves, that's what we're talking about today because I think we're constantly evolving. And if you're not, and if you're stuck maybe in that stagnant energy, or maybe you're stuck in a version of yourself that um, you were when you were 18, but now you wake up and you're like, whoa, I'm 34, and I'm still the same version of me, and you're not happy, we got to start to make that evolution. We got to start to make that shift. And so I'm going to chat all about you know, who you are, who are we, ways to discover who you are, and then how we can evolve and how we can be okay with that. So you know, let's start with breaking down, you know, who are you? Because I think that's the first question we maybe need to ask ourselves is, um, you know, who are we? Like, what do we like to do? Um, if you had, you just, if you strip away everything in your life, like if you didn't have to worry about um, bills, didn't have to worry about um, social pressures, or maybe the pressures of your parents or your spouse or your kids or whatever, you removed all of that away. Who are you? What do you want from this life? you know, and look into that. And I think if you kind of start to start from that angle, you really start to discover, okay, if I had nothing attached to this, what would I actually enjoy doing? What would I want to spend my time doing? Um, who would I want to serve? Who can I help? And that is the question maybe to start with. So I'm going to start with how this kind of first came into fruition for myself was back in college. So my junior year of college, I was playing basketball, soccer, and tennis. And my, I decided I was not going to continue to play basketball. Basketball was my identity. It was everything that I knew about myself. So usually we have that, um, that thing. So in high school, like that was what I was known for. So I was having a riff with the coach and I just did not see it getting better. And so I was starting to hate the game that I loved so much. So I was going to walk away. Now with that, I was like, who am I then? Like I completely was thrown into the holy moly, I don't have the identity of being a basketball player anymore. Like who is Andrea? So I grabbed, and I have no idea how or why, um, Dr. Wayne Dyer's um, Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life book. And I think I was in, uh, I was in a Barnes and Noble and I was in the self-help section back before it was cool. So I'm like trying to be like, oh gosh, hopefully no one sees me in here. This is kind of embarrassing. You know, back when I was in college, Amazon wasn't really what it is now. And um, I wasn't going to pay the extra shipping to get it there. So I was like, I'm going to go to the bookstore. And that, that was the book that stuck out to me. So I purchased it and I actually loved it. And it changed my life. It changed my identity, my junior year of college. I started to completely evolve and completely lose the old Andrea of being a basketball player to being open to trying on new roles and trying on new lenses. I actually um, started to not go out and party as much. It just wasn't my thing. I, I still played tennis and soccer in college. And so I still had two other sports I was playing. And, um, you know, those didn't, I didn't want to wrap my identity in those because obviously I was going to be graduating in two years and I didn't want, um, you know, myself to have to do this another deep evolution. That was my thinking back then. Now, of course, now I know like we're always constantly evolving. It's just whether we choose to see that or not 
you know, that can be up in the air. So that was kind of my first evolution was that college evolution of who am I without basketball. And I'm super thankful that I actually went through that at such a young age because I felt, I feel like that gave me permission now as I've gotten older to be okay with constantly evolving, to be okay not having my identity so tied up in one thing because I know that's just not, it's not sustainable. So after college, um, I really, I guess my identity maybe would be a personal trainer, but it wasn't necessarily tied to that. It was just like, that was my job. And that was all that I had at the time. So after that, when I started my own business, I think that's my identity really got tied up into that. So once I started, I originally it was called Sapphire Training. Once I started that, that was my identity. So that was who I was again. Now, of course, I went through another identity shift after the birth of my son because I was thrown into motherhood. And I remember being at um, Lori Harder's house and there was four of us there and we were there for a business retreat. And I remember um, I was the only one who's, who was a mom. And mind you, I was a mom of six weeks because my son was only six weeks old. And she asked me, she's like, well, you're the mom of the group. Would a mom like this Instagram account? And I'm looking at the account and I'm thinking, I'm hearing their words. I'm seeing everyone stare at me and I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been a mom for six weeks. I have no idea what a mom would like. That's in my head what I'm thinking. I'm also thinking, I don't even know. I mean, I just didn't feel like a mom. Like at six weeks, even your child is six weeks old. You're like, I have no idea who I am anymore. So I had all of these things, you know, thrust at me. And I was like, holy moly, I'm deep in this evolution right now. I don't know who I am. I don't resonate with being a mom yet because I was just, I was overwhelmed with the whole experience. And um, that was my first kind of like, okay, I'm on another shift. I didn't see it at the time. Now that I'm on the other side of it, I definitely was on a huge shift of who I was. And um, I'm again, I'm so grateful to have went through these shifts throughout my life because I feel like it's made it a little bit easier each shift. I can now kind of see that transition coming and I kind of know what to expect. It's, it's going to be tough. There's going to be some bumpy paths, but on the other side, we're going to get through this and it's going to be so much more light because um, we're going to be so much more aligned with what we really want from this life. So just recently, um, probably a couple weeks ago now, my son and I, we were driving down because um, I like to go on little day adventures on the weekends. And so, and my husband usually is working um, the weekends. And so we were driving down this scenic highway and I was just kind of thinking, I'm like, okay, what, what is it that I want? You know, what do I want? What is the next evolution of me? Like I'm just kind of, I personally right now, I'm just feeling at a crossroads. And so I, I'm dri driving, not necessarily expecting any answers. All of a sudden, um, Chris Stapleton's song, uh, Broken Halo comes on. I love that song. And as it's playing and as I'm driving down this beautiful highway, my son is sleeping in the back. I am brought to tears. And I am like, this would have been a moment where it brings you to your knees. Like I'm bawling in my car, listening to this song because what's coming through to me. And again, I had just released the question. I'd asked it and I released it. And um, I'm bawling. And my answer is simply, she's, she, he, whoever's speaking to me and they were telling me, they're like, you need to have a small store, storefront. You need to have your yoga in the back. Um, you need to offer some of the, some of the things that you you know, like, so like my books, Women Who Run the Wolves, offering some crystals there, having some um, just little stuff that helped me along my path to become more aligned with myself. Some of those things there, you know, handmade soaps and lotions from my friend, Rachel from Blue Moon Elise. See if you guys can um, have her stuff in your store and help, you know, sell her stuff and maybe get a commission and whatever. All of this is coming through. And um, 
you know, on the back, you're going to have your yoga classes and you'll run your retreats there and you're going to do your moon circles there. And, um, this is just flooding me and I'm brought to tears and I'm like, Oh my gosh, like this, this is, uh, I mean, it's huge. Like that, that is something that I can totally get behind. And as far as where uh, it's along the scenic path that I was on, like this path is just, I, I don't know what it is about it, but I just know that I'm meant to be in that area. Um, it's got the river there. It's got the trees. It's got the nature. It's small town enough feel for me to be like content with that feeling. Um, and it has just everything that we were looking for. And it's close enough to the city where my husband can still go in and coach. So as we're driving down this, I was like, okay, let's just say I would love to live on this road, you know, and have a little store, a little shop somewhere along here as well. So my son and I are driving and I get to this place I turned this bend and it was like, it's a very um, country road. I turned the corner and I see this sign and it says 12 acres for sale. And I didn't take a picture. I didn't stop to write it. It was like a handmade sign from um, a farmer. And I turned to like see the land and I, it took my breath away. I could not believe it. It was just trees up this little, um, it's not a mountain, but it was as mountain as you can get in the Wisconsin, Minnesota area. And it had a little river or creek running through the front it had just trees, wide open space. I mean, it was gorgeous. And I was like, oh my gosh, I just asked for, you know, my connection to the divine. I'm like, well, just show me if I, you know, run into a place somewhere along this path that could be my future home. And I ended up passing this place only because I took a wrong turn. I was like, ooh, a black cat barn, I think it was what it was called. So I was trying to find this black cat barn and um, it doesn't come up in my GPS. I didn't have cell service. So I'm just trying to follow these wooden signs. The wooden sign was flipped. So I went the wrong way. And I ended up going down this path and finding this place. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this 12 acres of just beautiful land. So if that is not surrendering and going in, I don't know what is. Because I'm like, wow, everything that I just threw out there, it was just divinely like, here it is. I'm just going to give you everything that you just kind of threw out there and you just surrendered and you said, you know what, we're just going to drive and see what happens. So to me like that, that is just bringing you to your knees and that surrender process. And so that's kind of what I've been exploring lately. I just finished reading Michael Singer's The Surrender Project, The Surrender Experiment. Ooh, I can't remember. The, I think it's The Surrender Experiment, but that book. And I have been really working on that working on surrendering more and trying to push less and just saying, you know what, hands up, hands off. Like I'm just putting it out there and whatever is going to happen with this dream, with this thought, um, it's up into God's hands. It's up into divine hands. And wow. <laughs> let me tell you, like when you surrender like that and when you really just kind of let things go, magic happens. And, um, I can't tell you what's going to happen with the land that I found or any of this dreams yet. Cause it's still, I'm kind of in the, okay, my, you know, I told my husband about this and he was like, okay, we'll, you know, start researching where you can, um, you know, have this little place that you have or the place that you want to open. Again, I can't, I can't believe all of this. It's just boom. So that is when you're open to that evolution of yourself. So I want to talk about that. Like how in the world did she get there? Like how, how did that happen? Um, 
And it's about knowing yourself. So I've been really spending this past year really getting to know myself. And in doing that, going to the live events, I think that is key, getting in person with people. And I'm not talking about a huge live event because I honestly find those aren't, those can be transformational, yes. But those small intimate events with like, you know, anywhere from 10, 20 to 30 people, those are game changers. If you go to one of those weekend retreats and you really are there to dive deep into yourself, I find those to be the most transformational experience that you can have. And um, just really being there. And I always like to spend a few extra days after the event to just let things settle in before I just jump back into my life. So that's also a key. If you go to a weekend event, try to save a couple days of no, not going right back into work, into your routine. Try to just have a few days to absorb everything that just happened. The next thing to do is just start reading some books. So for me, the Michael Singer book that I was gifted that someone's like, you, I, you need this. I don't know why you just need this. They gave it to me. Um, I was gifted dancing with the wheel. It's a medicine wheel workbook. Um, someone at, when I stayed at the Airbnb, the owner there said, Hey, have you seen this book? I think that you need to read this again. Like it's just stuff like that where people start to present things to you or give things to you. Um, I was given a crystals book, all of these little things, they're purposely there. Like that are just, those are signs saying, Hey, here, read me. And so we don't have to have necessarily a checklist of like, this is what I need to do. These are the books I need to read, you know, because Andrea said, these are it. No, just pay attention to those things in your life where someone keeps referencing a, a book, a podcast, a, um, an event, then you're like, okay, I clearly need to go to this because people keep talking about it and they keep telling me it definitely is going to be for me. The next thing is going to the local workshops that intrigue you. So I know here um, I'm part of a Facebook group with yoga centers or yoga teachers in the area. And so I always kind of browse through those events because I'm always like, okay, I would love to go to one of the local events um, about Ayurveda so I can meet some other Ayurvedic um, practitioners or other Ayurvedic coaches and just kind of mingle and get to know them. And so those are one way that we can start to, you know, maybe start introducing new things into our lives by going to these little events. You know, like if you've been intrigued by my new moon circles, that would be like a little event that you can go to. And so you can just kind of explore and just try to put the hat on and say, okay, this definitely does feel like the right direction for my next evolution. Another one is journaling, meditating, so those are another two key things. Like after um, you get up in the morning, having a journaling practice where you just write, you know, and maybe you give yourself a prompt and that could be a good way to start or you meditate and see what comes up during your meditation. Um, and then talking. So I think talking is huge and definitely sometimes overlooked, but talking to people about your dreams, talking to people, friends, um, your spouse, finding people to really go deep with and share these thoughts with. Because sometimes we have them so much bottled up inside of us that we don't actually let them out. Um, you know, taking the time to find a person that you can really connect with. And I think that's huge for helping you kind of evolve who you are. So those were ways how to discover who you are. And I think the last piece about evolution or evolving into that person is just knowing that it's okay to evolve. Because I think sometimes we get so stuck in, okay, I graduated college, I'm a lawyer. And that's where we get stuck. We're just, we're forever a lawyer or I graduated college. I got my teaching license. I am going to now forever be a teacher. I actually do have a teach. Well, I did have a teaching license. That was me. I did teach for a year. I didn't, I liked it, but I didn't, I knew this was not the path I wanted to be. And I jumped out, even though I'm still paying student loans on that teaching license. Cause I went back to get my master's in it. Um, I don't feel tied into being a teacher though. Like just because I have the degree and I put the money down doesn't mean this is who I am for the rest of my life. 
it wasn't. It, it, it just wasn't. Um, yes to teaching. I love to teach, just not in the classroom setting. So that's kind of where we have to start that evolution and just knowing, giving ourselves permission to change. And we don't need the permission of others around us because I think that's the hardest piece is having the friends around you. Um, you feel like you're being judged. You feel like, okay, but you know what? I've really, really been resonating with, um, let's just say a teacher or a spiritual leader or um, just someone in the community where you might be saying, um, let's say I'm really liking what, um, Sarah Jenks, just cause I talked about her and her retreat. So I'm really liking what she's doing, but I feel like maybe she'll think I'm copying her if I do something similar. No, that's just not how it works. If you're being more true to you, it doesn't matter. That person won't care. They are going to see that light in you because it's always been there. You finally just recognized it. And I think that was something that I had to work through is just recognizing that, um, you know, for me, that yoga teacher, um, you know, that I am a yoga teacher, but I went through the training and I remember my mentor Coco at the last E, um, the last little workshop that we went to, she told me, she goes, wow. She's like, you really, you really, um, changed and you, um, you talk, but you don't talk like you used to, um, meaning you just don't talk as much. And I kind of sat with that and I didn't really know what that meant. And I was like, huh, okay. I don't, I, I get it. Like, I guess she sees a change in me and it was, it was meant as a compliment. And then after going to my mastermind, um, you know, back in New Hampshire in August, I was like, okay, I see what she was saying. Cause I can see that. I see the old Andrea in some of the women who were there and it's not a, it's not a sleight of hand or anything against anyone. It was just that um, the energy was different. Like I had just a much more calm, present energy that I have probably ever had before, but it was because I knew myself more and I was okay with truly being me and letting myself just sit and listen. And that was something that I don't think I've ever done in the past. I would try to explain who I was, why I was there, why I thought I was qualified to be there and just kind of over talk myself when I didn't need to do that. Like your presence, your energy, people who are really connected and tuned in, we, you feel that, you know, you just kind of know, okay, this person's really here. Um, and that's just something to just, don't be afraid of that. Don't be afraid of that change because those people who are really tuned into their own energy and are on their own evolution path, they will see you. They will totally welcome you. And maybe it's the friends who are judging are not on that path. And maybe it's time to let go and move on from them. And that's sometimes a tough thing to do, but that is something that you need to pay attention to and just kind of notice where is this path taking me um, and being okay and giving yourself permission to evolve and change and know that things will open up as they should once you surrender. So that is what I have for you guys today. I hope that you guys can really um, take some of the information and just know that being yourself and knowing yourself you know, they, they really are the same things. So once you really know yourself, you really get to be yourself. So my challenge for you guys this week is really getting to know yourself. You know, what evolution do you need to take or make or steps do you need to take or make um, to be that next version of you? All right. So let me know um, over, well, I was saying over on Instagram, if you want, I am there sporadically now because I just find that 
for me, um, I can be on for maybe a couple of days and then I'm off for the rest of the week. And that's my good flow. And that's more connected to me. So I challenge you to find that connection with yourself. Um, a review on iTunes would be awesome though. So if you really want to do something um, super helpful for me, like a review on iTunes, um, I truly, truly appreciate that. Um, so that's what I have for you guys this week. All right. Thank you guys. And I really look forward to seeing some of you guys' evolution unfold and your journey unfold. All right. Everyone go out there and spread your peaceful power. Thank you so much for listening to the Peaceful Power Podcast. And if you want more information about today's show, head on over to andreaclawson.com, where you can also find my free guide to working out for your body type. And if you haven't already, I would love it if you could rate and review the show over on iTunes and share it with any of your friends that you think would benefit from hearing the peaceful power message. Thanks again, and go out there and spread your peaceful power.